Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage is a podcast hosted by Meg and Phil Kearns, discussing all of life's ups and downs as they pertain to relationships, parenting, and life in general. He just farted. (laughs) (laughs) No, he didn't. Yes, he did. I can hear it. Oh, a little ambiance this evening. You're going to hate editing this. I am. He needs to be quiet so he can do this. Shh, baby tank. Shh. Hmm? I told him to shush. Hey, tank, go to sleep. Welcome to Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage. I'm Meg. I'm Phil. And we are married. We are. With ambient music this evening. And by yeah. music, I mean the gentle whale sounds of our youngest child. <laughs> He's just speaking the sound of his people. The sound of his people? Yeah. The language of his people? Yeah, sure. Whatever. You have to go put a pinky in his mouth. It's the Just matter. try it. I'm back. Great. I'm going to give a little disclaimer in this one. Oh, God. (laughs) If you are in the car with your children of believing age, I would recommend that you maybe listen to this at another time because we might be uh, spilling some Yuletide tea this evening. Oh, yeah? Yes. I love that you have no idea where I'm going with this, and so you're just looking at me like I have six heads. Because you do. I do. Well, I am here with my uh, dear Santa. I really did try mug with two-time warmed-up coffee and my two Christmas cookies, and I'm I'm ready to chat, dear. I feel like we haven't oh, done yeah. this in a while. Been a little bit. It has. You need to, um, this is not sponsored, but Yeti, if you would like to sponsor us, we'd <laughs> love you, but you need to just start doing the Yeti cup, because mine has not been reheated, and it's still warm. I know, but I love my mugs. Like, if there's one thing <laughs> in the world that I love, it's my mugs. I have about two mugs that match, and none of the others are matching mugs, and I love every single one of them. The bigger the mug, the better. And I switched them out for seasons, so I'm now up to my Christmas mugs. Yeah, I just like warm coffee. <laughs> my coffee's never warm. It takes hours for me to drink it, just because I, I don't know time. I really dislike cold coffee. I've never tried iced coffee, but if it tastes like it. cold coffee, then I'm... I mean, it's no. not supposed to taste like cold coffee. It has a different taste. Isn't it supposed to be stronger? I think so, yeah. Mm, I'm going to have to give it a try. There's some in the fridge. I'm not going to say that I hate it, but I really dislike when your coffee gets cold. It's different. It's different. Like regular coffee when it gets cold is terrible. Tangent one. Tangent one. Done. (laughs) Check. So we're going to go on tangent two real quick because somebody tweeted me the other day. And it's somebody who has recently started listening to our podcast. And they are a founding member of something called Be The Match, which I thought was interesting. They're not sponsoring this either. um, Am I allowed to say his handle? You can if you want to. Is this the J. Michael guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tagged, I think he tagged me in his tweet too. He did. And I was reading up on a little (laughs) bit of what it is. And I could completely butcher this. So if I do, I'm so sorry. Their question is, if you could offer hope to someone dying from cancer, would you? And I feel like most of us the answer is yes yeah and so i think the be the match registry is trying to get people to sign up in order to donate potential blood stem cell whatever it is so they're a blood stem cell donor okay and i think you either get it out of like the machine either takes it out like takes the blood out of one arm and then takes stuff out that they need and then puts it back in the other arm which i think is cool or they do it through like taking bone marrow which is a little bit more intensive but still like an outpatient thing but they're just doing it from the the person. Yeah, a person if you're a match, I think. So I think what... So they would take it from me and give it to you if we were a match. Right, I think so, from what I understand. Okay. Then that again... Make, that makes more sense. Yeah, I also don't 
like know too much about it just because I'm only going by what I see online. But I think you can register online and they're looking for people to register. So I think I'm probably going to join the registry if I can. Yeah, I don't see why not. I think it's join.bethematch.org and you can actually look into it, see if you want to join the registry and uh, potentially save a life. I mean, I'm in. Can't think it's a bad thing. Again, not sponsored. Just thought it was cool. Tonight I want to chat <laughs> about the fact, okay, caveat, I always feel overwhelmed. So I don't really think this is like a really good judge of me being overwhelmed, but the holiday season makes me feel even more overwhelmed, even though I start early. Okay. No, there were, there were words back there. And I think part of that is the pressure that we as parents put on ourselves. You don't tend to be as overwhelmed by the holiday season but i also think it's because you don't feel the same responsibility that i do to like making things feel magical do you know what i mean you just kind of let things happen and the kids are going to make the memories that they make and they're going to enjoy them and etc etc i'm a very go with the flow type person in general yeah. most of the time but i like to like make memories and and make sure the things that we're doing are memorable if possible and sometimes i think i put too much pressure on that as a parent especially because no. our <laughs> stop especially because our kids are so young but i do know that like my memory started right around the ages that our kids are now and so to have good ones to start would be great especially since half the time i feel like i'm totally failing at this anyways just because i'm a mom and i feel like unfortunately that's how most of us feel but you know there are times that i go to bed and i'm like oh tomorrow's gonna be better it'll be fine it'll be fine is everything's okay they're like they're healthy they're eating they're sleeping they're fine even though it might not have been the best day and so then you get to the holidays and you're stressed because you've got 1800 things to do because everybody and their mom is having a party and then or an event or you are doing things you know with work not you i mean you is in the collective you people are doing things because of work other events then you have the holidays it's like the end of the year everything's happening all at once and then on top of that i'm trying to like make things magical inside the house <laughs> magic happens you just gotta let it happen sometimes how does magic okay all right all right tonight was a perfect example of yeah. magic happening i know i know okay it's like your plan got wrecked because <laughs> your oldest is sick I know. The plan tonight was that we were going to go over to mom's because Santa comes by on the fire truck and we were going to go to mom's, have dinner, see Santa on the fire truck, yada yada, go home. Well, our oldest, Rye, is sick. He's got some sort of crazy cough and cold and my parents are leaving on vacation and so we don't want to get them sick. It was going to be a miserable experience for everybody because he's just being miserable yeah he's unhappy because he's an expert at the man cold already he is an expert at the man cold so he's got a man cold a a man boy a boy man cold man boy cold a little bit more than a cold but he doesn't have a fever so it's yeah we're trying to figure out what it is but at this point it's the cough he was gonna be miserable so we didn't go we didn't want to risk anybody getting sick but of course i was upset not upset but i was sad that he was gonna miss because he loves fire trucks he likes seeing santa from a distance right (laughs) So, like, two of his favorite things, and he's going to miss them because he doesn't feel well. That's nobody's fault. But I still was like, ugh, and it's not like we can... And so I even tried to look up and see if we could go somewhere and, like, catch Santa on the fire truck if we waited. But I didn't want to put them in the car and just have them wait. I mean, all of these things went through my brain, right? So we go through all of this. We decide we're going to stay home. We stay home and have a normal night, like nothing out of the ordinary. We put them to bed early because he's sick, she's tired, and she's exhausting the rest of us. It was just the best move to put them to bed? It was. It was, like, 15 minutes earlier than usual and so as soon i'm pretty sure as soon as we were like okay good night and like walk downstairs we start hearing fire engine sirens and which i thought was interesting because we rarely hear those close to our house right, so, so it I, had to be santa well i ran back up to Ryder's room and like open the window and down the back street behind our neighborhood comes this fire truck and then another truck so i like rip him out of bed and i'm like run downstairs and so i go into addy's room and i rip addy out of bed and we've got the gate up for <laughs> We've got the yeah, gate up for her room. The, I so I hear the judo kick. I did. I, nin- I ninja kicked the gate out of the way because I had her in my hands and I couldn't step over. He's talking. 
I rip Addie out of bed. And by rip, I mean, I just like picked them up. I was like, come on, let's go. Because when we go to mom's, I mean, Santa on the fire truck is here and he's gone. It's like, it's quick. So if you're not out there, you miss him. And right. so I grab both kids out of bed. I mean, Rye has run down the stairs. They're in their pajamas, mind you. He ran down the stairs and outside. <laughs> like he opened the door, ran outside barefooted, like parent of the year. Dad right. here just was like, whatever. Yeah. And run downstairs with Addie. And I we run outside. And as we run, like Santa in the pickup truck, the pickup fire truck is coming around the cul-de-sac. And he just like, the, they stop the truck where Santa is facing our house. And they yep. sit there and they wave. And he waves back. And it's like a really like almost calm experience. Like he wasn't in a rush. He, they weren't like trying to leave. They, you know, they wave. The guy says from the cab, you can hear him on the, you know, the walkie talkie. He's like, you got two kids behind you. Are you waving? And Santa's like, yeah, I'm waving. Santa is being Santa. And then he pulls around a little bit. And there's not many kids in our neighborhood. There's like three houses of kids. Right. And so he pulls around a little bit. And then our neighbors come out. Mm -hmm. And he stops and he waves at them. So we're just standing outside waving. Saying hello. Saying Merry Christmas. Et cetera, et cetera. And we do that. And then he like pulls off. We say hello to our neighbors like really quickly from across the cul-de-sac. And we go back inside. So after all of the stress that I had put on myself for the fact that like, do we go? Do we not go? Is he going to miss Santa? Is he going to care? Et cetera, et cetera. Santa came to our house tonight. Like, we didn't know what was going to happen. Of course, I didn't even know they'd missed our house. It's probably on a website. It is on their website, but they've skipped our house. We've been here for almost five years. They've skipped our house every year except for this year. They skipped our cul-de-sac. They mm-hmm. go down the road next to us, but they've never come into our cul-de-sac. So that was like the perfect night for it to happen. Well, our road didn't even exist until the last snowstorm. <laughs> not not on the maps, no. The last snowstorm, they only plowed two-thirds of it. Different story, different time. But you are correct that sometimes magic does destroy just does happen and this i guess why i sleep much better than you at night i think it is and i'm having like an epiphany right now as i sit here and the fact that i've been working way too hard to make things happen when clearly things like this just happen and this is probably something that everyone else in the world knows but i just know there's w- plenty of very high strong people in the world <laughs> i'm sorry what what did you say i was high strong love you I-, <laughs> I can't hear you i'm sorry uh, what are you saying <laughs> i've lost service i've got static <laughs> here hello oh can you hear me now? <laughs> no, just... there's a lot of stress and a lot of pressure put on everybody in this social media world because of the stupid elf on the shelf. Oh my gosh, the elf. Okay, so we are not elf on the shelf people. It's we... like a contest though. It is. My parents have been doing elves since we were little and possibly since my mother was we little. We never did elves. You did not. It's no. a German tradition or at least it was in our family. <clears throat> And the so Italians we Italians did not give a rat's butt about elves. They just helped Santa. We have elves that come to our house that come down on the sleigh with Santa for the Macy's Day Parade. So Thanksgiving, after the parade, usually after nap time, the elves show up. And at my parents' house, we had like four tiny little elves and two big elves. And at our house, we have one big elf and five little elves. So we have six elves. Wait, one of them is a different size? Yeah, they seriously. They the same size. They are not the same. Look right there. That guy is at least four inches taller than all the His head is huge. He's sitting inside of a boot. How would I notice that he's different? He's it is like halfway elevated. through December, and he has been in several places in this house that you could tell he was bigger than the others. I don't move the elves. I know you don't move the elves. That's part of the reason I'm we're not having this conversation. Magic. I You're let the magic happen. No, I you know am the what? magic that happens. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it the doesn't elves... matter. Let me go. Stop. Ah. Mm, your turn is next. Don't so need a turn. <laughs> so you're going to eat your cookie? Yeah, right. you eat your cookie and you be quiet and you listen. So 
<laughs> so the elves move around every night. Our elves are not mischievous. They don't do tricks. They don't leave things. Usually they don't write letters. They don't make you do stuff. They just, they literally just move and they watch. If you touch them, they lose their magic. And if one of them goes away, he's usually going back to talk to Santa. Yes. It's a tactic to keep the, the behavior in check. And it's not working. But the kids do like, I mean, every time they get up in the morning. These kids are like puppy dogs. And they don't get to run because it's so cold. I know. But they're excited because they get up in the morning and they're like, did the elves move? Do you think the elves move? Do you think we could find them? And so, I mean, it helps Ryder learn. Like, he counts to six every morning. Addie's learning to count. Like, it's, so it's kind of helpful in that way. Not that it's an educational thing. It's just a nice byproduct. But they're, they look around the house. They're trying to You're find what they're doing. Teacher. I know I am. But it's, it's a fun experience for them. But there was one day this week that I forgot to move the elves. Oh, no. I did. And so we came downstairs and I was like... They're not moved. They haven't moved. And so, and it's too late now because you were already at work. They were awake. I can't just sneak downstairs and move the elves that have bells on their hats. That's noisy. They would hear me. So we come downstairs. The elves have not moved. And he's like, <gasps> they didn't move. They're all in the same place. And I was like, oh man, I wonder what happened. And he's like, it, they just, they must've been tired. They must've been tired. They they were watching yesterday. They must've been tired. I was like, you're right. They totally must've been tired. This so. is why I tell you that the magic <laughs> creates itself. He came up with a, a reason on his own. Yes, but they're not tired every day. They have to It doesn't to move. have to be tired every day you move them almost every day yes that was the only day that i missed it but they moved later on in the day which was even more exciting because they moved after nap time but that's i mean we don't have all that many places that we can hide them or move them to where a i'm not going to break my neck and b they're not going to be able to reach them so it's really just putting them in different ways that like today these two are talking and tomorrow those two are talking and today this one's over. so he's recognized that they wear different clothes we might so as well we, just do the stupid elf on the shelf we're not doing the elf on the shelf we might as well no that elf is creepy well i don't care about the creepiness of the elf i do we we can use one of these and be the elf on the shelf no, it's i not. do have to say there's some pretty cool elf on the shelf Pinterest. i really stuff. do like when the dads get into it and it gets a little bit mischievous or pr- provocative it's kind of pretty funny i'm sure it is but it's not appropriate i know but don't, I do don't have care a friend. About the appropriateness. I do have a friend that does Elf on the Shelf, and she does it very, very well. Which is part, probably part it's of the reason I don't like, do it. It helps put a lot of stress on people mm-hmm. because it is a competition to, to move do, the elf to outdo somebody or to outdo yesterday. Which is why yeah. I'm glad that we don't do these. See, there is some sanity here. I just move them or they just move. I have to say that even at my 30 some odd years of age, I do have a little bit of pause when I touch them because I grew up <laughs> thinking that Santa gonna was going to get mad, that they're going to lose their magic. Create. Yes. So I have, I, I pause a little bit when I have to touch them because I'm like, what? No, it's fine. It's fine. But every year I do it every year. And every time I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, I have to talk myself into it because I spent how many years not doing it? <laughs> It was a big deal. That's how you know it made an impression. They are not accurately portrayed as elves. What do you mean? Elphis. Elphis. They're not portrayed as the Elphis. <laughs> That's what you call it. Elphis. Um, the Elphis moved. And also, by the way, Santa's not fat. If you oh. don't believe me, watch the movie on Netflix. <gasps> that Netflix movie? Kurt um, Russell Christmas, was Santa. Yeah, Christmas yeah. Chronicles. I don't know what it was. It's on Netflix. It's it pretty is good. so good. The elves are creepy, though. I was surprised. They're like little cat elves. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that um, the kid, he got so mad when Santa was in jail. <gasps> Don't give away what happens in the story. But yes, he was really upset. That's not giving away the whole story. No, but he did get upset because Santa had to go to jail. I had to have my first conversation with him that, uh, no, I had to give him his first talk of uh, the stuff you see on TV is not always real. Right. Because most of the things that you watch on TV is real stuff because all you watch is sharks. 
I love sharks. And sports. We watch sharks and sports. Seems like a pretty good balance. Science athleticism anyways back to christmas so well it's not really christmas it's holiday the other thing i put on myself which i don't think i said out loud to you was that i where's this going (laughs) is that i wanted the kids to do because Ryder's at the age now that he can learn a little bit of empathy and giving to others because he's at his age and at his development he's supposed to be very self-centered understandable but he also needs to start learning that like we need to be nice to other people and help the less fortunate, blah, blah, blah. So the first thing we did was we put out the drinks and the candy for the delivery people. So when people come by who drop off UPS, FedEx, DHL, the mailman, whomever, we have a box outside with a note that says like, thank you so much, grab something for the road. We appreciate all you do. Please enjoy this frozen water. It's ice. And a lot, it's, we live in Virginia. It's not always frozen. Fair enough. So we put this together and I had both kids help me to put the candies in and to like, we talked about why we do it and we put it out there. Addie was very upset that we were giving the candies away. It's just kind of teaches them that we, we appreciate people who provide services for us. Cool. Well, I wanted to do more than one thing, which I think is good because more than one person in one group needs to be recognized, not just during the holidays, but all the time. But it's much easier to do it during the holidays just because it's top of mind. So one of their favorite people, well, one of their favorite groups of people is the garbage men, the sanitation workers. So on Wednesday, they decided that they wanted to give them candy because we have candy. So we like, and we're not cheap full-size candy so we gave them candy and drinks and we went out to to say thank you and they didn't like they hardly even stopped like i almost had to and they waved to the kids every wednesday but they didn't even stop this time like they they waved and everything and we're coming outside the kids have jackets on they've got their shoes on the garbage people were late a little bit so Ryder told me that the wait was unacceptable and that they needed to get here because it was quiet time which was true but they eventually showed up we go outside we go give them the candies Ryder will not go near them Addie walks right up to them. One of our children needs to work on stranger danger. The other one does not. Give them the candy if we say thank you. We tell them we appreciate them. So it's stuff like that that we're trying to do. But I would like to, I wanted to do every day we do something different because there's plenty of things that we could do. But that was unrealistic. And I had a little bit of mom guilt over it. I didn't tell them that we were going to do these things. But in my heart, I was like, I want to do these. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be nice. But I forget the fact that I work. We have three kids. They have to go to preschool. They have to go to dance. They have to, like, they have other things to do. Riders sick. There's so many other pieces that have to be taken care of. I couldn't do every single day so we had to kind of pick and choose we have a couple more things that i would like to do one of them is the giving sack which is i think a book and a bag where they go around and they uh collect toys that they want to donate which i think it's a cool idea because we need to get rid of some of our stuff and can give to the less fortunate i think that's a great plan but they get to choose what they give but again that's one more thing that i'm adding to my plate that we have to do (laughs) so i don't know i just feel overwhelmed then stop but I can't. You can. I can't. It's very simple. The giving sack is a very great idea. We're doing that. There's no sense in mom guilting yourself over all this stuff. Like, life is busy. I feel like that's a cop They're out, going though. to. No, it's not a cop I mean, everybody's out. life is busy, not just Everybody ours. Everybody is. Yeah, but I'm not saying that it's not. I mean, they're, they did. <laughs> they did more than any other neighbor in this neighborhood did by just putting out helping putting out the snacks for the uh delivery package delivery people mailmen and women and women people male people male personas male persons i mean that right there is more than nobody else has a basket just sitting outside inviting all the animals that love candy onto their porch i'm just saying like Okay, but that's one thing. That's only one okay, group of people. Okay, that's like, one thing. What one about the group firefighters? What about the police they officers? Gave, what about... They already gave to the garbage guys, so that's two people. There's a lot of people in this community. The firefighters and the police officers get a lot. I'm not saying that we should skip them, but if we don't get around to them 
it's not the end of the world, so you shouldn't guilt yourself over it. What about the puppies? What about the puppies? We have one. No, but I mean, what about like donating the old other stuffed animals and the towels and stuff to the puppies and the cats? I'm not worried about the puppies and the cats. But that's a thing we could do that they would enjoy. They pretty much enjoy anything that we do. Right, so why not They're go visit puppies? They're not really learning this that much about it right now. It's just making you feel better. They don't give a rat's butt. That's the second time I use that here because I'm not allowed to cuss. No. But they don't <laughs> care. They, what did, what did she say last podcast? What's your favorite thing about Christmas? The presents. Which is why we want to change that. Yes, you're not going to change it at two years old. Probably not. We can try though. Their favorite thing about Christmas is going to be presents until well, they're teenagers. Well, here's and it's the thing. still going to be presents because they think they're going to get a car for Christmas. Ain't nobody in this family getting a car for Christmas. No kidding. I'm just saying. Anyway, <clears throat> there's, I mean, part of that is because we probably don't even need to do Christmas as far as presents because they each have their own advent calendar and then they have an advent calendar together. Uh-huh. That mom and dad put together, which is really cute. And then they each have a chocolate advent calendar. That's a new addition this year. The chocolate one? Yeah. Yeah. My grandmother gave us that one. But they love it, which is good. It's just teeny little, tiny little pieces of chocolate, which is great. Mom and dad didn't get a booze advent calendar. Just saying. No. You want to we... teach them some giving. <laughs> Give me some booze. <laughs> By the way, you can sponsor this podcast or get there. there's a donation click thing on Anchor. <laughs> you can buy us a drink if you want. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Sometimes I don't advocate drinking to solve your problems, but I do like me a glass of sparkly something now I didn't now say it's solving any problems. Oh, I know. I'm I was just, just saying it might make me feel a little bit better. I got you. On a Friday so. night as we record this. I don't know why I still have a calendar notification on Tuesday to record the podcast. Because I want to do it on Tuesday and you tell me no. I am... Bleh. The flag has been thrown. <laughs> The flag has been thrown. We never record this on a Tuesday, and it is not necessarily my fault. No, but I want to record it on Tuesdays. Like, I want to do all this stuff for the holidays. I want the million dollars just handed to me, and it's not going to happen. His is Lego. Hers is Barbie. Bobby. Bobby. She loves... She's never had a Barbie before, and so day one... This is the first Barbie that's entered our home. It is, and she loves Barbie. Yeah. Bobby has gone everywhere with us. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I just feel overwhelmed this time My parents are asking for something to get for the kids. I'll let them get her the Christmas Barbie. Maybe. Maybe a good idea. Anyway, we take that offline. I don't don't really know where the feeling of overwhelm comes from. Because it's not like somebody is standing there telling me I have to do all these things. It's your mom guilt. It's... There's not a good way to put this because you make your living off of social media, but it's social media. Everybody's putting out there what they're doing. Nobody ever puts out the struggle. Nobody ever puts out the struggle. I do. And Go when to my you Instagram read, at Kearns. <laughs> when you read the struggle, you're like, I don't want to read that. Think about it. Whenever somebody puts up a post that's like not great, that's not rainbows and butterflies, you're like, why would they put that up? Even if you don't really like outwardly say it, you're just kind of like, I disagree. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't say that. No, I think there are certain things that people put up that are very real. And I don't think that's necessarily negative. I just think it's people sharing the real portions of what they're doing. I think everybody's just trying to one up. This is keeping up with the, this is, this is the modern version of keeping up with the Joneses. Facebook. Yeah. Go to Twitter. Pinterest. No, just go to Twitter and you won't have to worry about mom guilt anymore because everybody's cutthroat on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is pretty cutthroat, but I do love it. It doesn't 
it doesn't help that I've been very busy career-wise these past couple weeks. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Like, you're trying to... That's probably another. That's probably another part of where the guilt is coming in and the feeling of overwhelmed because you're trying to plan for next year. You got a lot of things you're trying to do. I we the, have a lot of things we're trying to do. You know, we did the conference. We, we I sponsored a conference. You I did a class last. I did a class like last minute. It wasn't last minute, but it I was last minute. You didn't give yourself much time. No, but I I did. I mean, I had planned it for a good few weeks. I probably could have used a little bit more promotion. But the class itself was solid, which was nice. But with, the, I mean, I was, I spoke. I did, a, I was a speaker at a conference. I sponsored that same conference. So that's prep for a week and a day gone, completely gone, plus recovery. And then work every other day. And, and then the class. I feel like overwhelmed because I don't think, I don't, I don't think that we work too much, but we do a lot of working because I have like a traditional job. Yes. Where I actually go to a workplace. Yeah. You have your business mm-hmm. and you work for a company. Yes. But neither one of them would be considered traditional jobs because you don't actually have to leave the home. Right. And then I'm running a business too. So we have two businesses running out of the house. And a podcast. And a podcast. <laughs> Which I'm thinking of Three starting kids. another one. As are you. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with us. We have a lot on our plates. Three kids. Two families that live close by. Yeah. You're just trying to like meet everybody where Plus they need we to Plus we went on a trip. Yeah. It's been busy since Which before Thanksgiving. Which that was a disaster coming home. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. The trip was not a disaster. No, the trip was great. Family listens to this. The trip was fun. <laughs> the trip was great. It was the drive home. The 13 hours that should have taken 10. Oh my 10. God. The eight hours that we spent in Virginia. <laughs> we did before we even got home. Oh my goodness. That's, that's a it different podcast for a different day. It took eight hours to get from the Virginia state line to our home. It usually takes four yeah that if rough. if less yeah so I, you are probably right it's just a, a comedy of things that have come together to create this sense of overwhelm and i think i'm no, a little bit more like sensitive some of to your it than you friends are. though too well, well i think that's kind of um i'm gonna get so much hate for this but i think that's kind of like more of a mom or womanly thing to feel more guilt about it oh yeah but most of it's because we're doing all the planning because we're the ones who like have all the schedules and there are dads who take that role as well but i think the majority of that is moms yeah I mean, I just assume that most dads are like me and we do what we're supposed to do, what we're told to do. I mean, if you'd like to take a more active role in the planning and scheduling of things, I'd be happy to have your assistance. I'm good. Thanks. Great talk. Yeah, it's awesome. I do what needs to get done. True. Do you hear the siren? I hear the siren. Santa's Santa's coming back. back. I know him. I gotta go. I gotta go see him again. Maybe he's bringing booze for the parents now because he knows that all the kids are asleep. That's the other thing. I do do love seeing Santa. So I think part of it is that I want to make magic for the kids. And the other part of it is that I don't want the magic to leave because I really enjoy this time of year. Like some people absolutely despise this time of year. I love this time of year. But then of course, when we get to summer, I love the summer. I love the fall. Like I, I think I just love the changing of things and celebrating life in general. <laughs> um, Why do you laugh at that? No, I just... <laughs> I, had, I said something really nice and then you laughed. No, I was laughing about you saying that some people despise this time of year oh yeah they do yeah i think this is the time of year where the most um like the hospitals get jammed up mental health gets jammed up yeah everybody's part of the reason is because like the people that don't have a whole lot which is why i have to do these things have a whole lot thank you for validating the fact that i do need to do these things you want to help people like that oh god 
as so to what you're what, saying is it's not just me that's overwhelmed <laughs> no a lot of people are mm. this time of year can be great it can also bring back terrible memories for some people so True. it's hard so you just need to just relax i know you love when i tell you that, I hate that. just go with the flow if you are somebody who is not struggling, reach out and just check on your friends and your family members. Yeah, I might ask somebody from work if he has something to do. Yeah, and if he doesn't, like, invite him to come with us. Like, he's more than welcome to spend some time here. And if you don't feel like you have anybody to talk to, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is always available. 1-800-273-8255. It's available 24 hours a day. So even if it's not the holiday time and you're listening to this and you think that you might want to chat with somebody... That went pretty deep pretty fast, but I do think it was kind of not just because I know for me personally, I feel overwhelmed. So I can't imagine if I were predispositioned or had previous experience with depression or anxiety, how that would be affected by the stress level that I feel right now. To have some sort of depression or, you know, something like that on top of the stress that I'm feeling for this time of year, I can understand would be very difficult. You just gotta live life. I know, but it, that's it's not that easy for some people. It's easy to say when you're not in the throes or something, but it's not that easy for everybody. I think I really enjoy our holiday traditions. You asked me something the other day where you said, what holiday traditions are we going to start for our family? Because we have kind of compiled the, the traditions from your family and my family that we did as children and some of the things that we've done as children we now do with our families, with our children. But as you said, they're not really our traditions we don't there's nothing that we do i mean there are a couple things now i mean we do the advent calendar that's new we do some i mean we read the book before they go to bed for christmas eve like there's certain things that we've always done i mean i always did them as children that we've adopted but there isn't too much that we do that we have created for our children and just for our family and i don't think it's that it's necessary that we have to create something but it would be nice to kind of develop something as the kids get older and that might be something in the spirit of giving which Maybe. would be really nice especially as they get older and they're able to to participate i think the only real tradition that we had was christmas eve we went up to my grandparents house right <clears throat> then we went to can't remember if we did did you do Zio's for a while? No, it was Thanksgiving. Oh. But um, we used to go up to my grandparents' house for Christmas Eve, and then we went to D.C. We went to a church in D.C. Really? For um, Christmas Eve Mass. Oh, didn't know that. And then we would always drive by, like, the White House and the tree and yeah. stuff like that. And I don't know what it's like now, but back then, there wasn't as many people here so it wasn't like bad driving through dc plus it's christmas eve so people most people are where they want to be or in church and then we would have like i can't this is the this, this is the part that i don't necessarily remember but i know like for catholics you can't have food within 30 minutes of taking communion so i think we would go to mass and then come back to their house and have like she always had this huge cold cut platter where we made a sandwich <laughs> afterwards and then we went home right and then my grandparents and my great-grandparents because they were alive until we were in college would come to my my house like we would go to bed and they would have spent the night at our house so when we woke up we would just do presents and then breakfast Ah, so that's why we do breakfast with your family yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good because and we. And then my grandparents would go to the other cousins' yeah. houses. No, I think after it's, they left ours. I like that your family comes over, even though it's early. <laughs> but we have a baby that gets up early, so it's not that big of a deal anymore. But I do like that we do early morning with your family and breakfast, and then we get to see all of them and spend time with them. 
and then we have nap time and then we see my family so though it's a really busy day we're really lucky that we live near both of our families yeah and i just i as, like i said as much as it's exhausting like it christmas is an exhausting day just going from place to place mm-hmm. and having the kids and just the, just a general merriment of the day but we are excessively lucky that they want to spend time with us <laughs> and they don't you know we are not we have siblings on both sides that are also part of that. So it's really nice to get to see everybody when they're able to come into town. I don't know. I like it. It's overwhelming, but, yeah, but I wouldn't I was change it. More or less. Like, I wasn't really talking about changing our Christmas routine, but I didn't necessarily mean like the actual day or Christmas Right. And I was just Eve saying I enjoyed that, like, those the day. <clears throat> there's itself. so much stuff around here that we could, we don't have to go. Like, obviously we couldn't go to all of it, but apparently my parents want to go to that to some walking Christmas light display. Light. There's that new one that opened up this year near our house. It looks like, it just kind of looks tacky to me. It looks, it's really expensive, so we're not going to go yeah, to that one. But, but also, <laughs> too little, like, the kids are too little for that. I mean, I dislike going there because it's kind of a pain to get to, but um, you have like the Gaylord National always has ice. Did you There's, know this year's ice is Charlie, Charlie Brown? Brown? But I think we went and saw Charlie Brown. We didn't see Charlie point. Brown. Nope, we saw uh, the Grinch. Um, but I do kind of. But apparently, know. I've noticed. Well, I haven't noticed. There's like a bunch of Gaylords now. There's always been a bunch of Gaylords. Yeah, but, but I, there are many places. <clears throat> There's like one in Nashville. Apparently, one in Texas. Apparently, Charlie Brown has been at a different Gaylord yeah. before. So I guess they had they all these things made, and they just keep them frozen. No, they don't. I don't think they get them made every year. What? Because. The Charlie Brown display has been... One of the guys on the radio said that he saw the Charlie Brown display at a different Gaylord. Yeah, I think they have the plans. I don't think they save the ice. I think they save it. They don't save the ice. I think they save it. You don't save the ice. I think they save it. Look because it, it doesn't ever it doesn't okay. ever melt. Ice melts. It's I know, but if ice. you keep it frozen, it doesn't melt. How are you going to keep it frozen indefinitely? You take it from the ice display, which is a freaking freezer because they make you wear their parka on top of the parka you're already wearing and you put it right into a frozen truck and what happens if they drop it and it breaks then they make a new and one what I about guess. all the people that touch it they, they can't they don't let you it. touch any of it really because they only let you rules. but they only let you touch yes because there's tons of people that they have freezing their nards off working <laughs> inside the ice display that doesn't let you touch it the only thing they let you touch is the slide they don't care if your butt gets cold and touches the hat look it up they they remake it every year they have to I don't think they do. Yeah. Why would they do that? That would be way too expensive. Why else is it so expensive to go? Because they can. It's supply and demand. They're the only one with the supply. There's a ton of demand. The making of ice at Gaylord National. Here we go. It doesn't say if they reuse it. I'm pretty sure they do. Why they would they? Don't. Why would they commission this every year? And because the Charlie Brown display is the same one that they've already had at a different one. I'm pretty certain they reuse it the ice displays are hand carved by artisans from china and include two million pounds of ice but it doesn't tell you that they redo it every year it doesn't tell you that they don't what is the gaylord palm the palm gaylord have this year i'm pretty sure it has the one that we've already seen hmm each year five thousand blocks of ice weighing two million pounds are brought to the facility where 35 international artisans take 30 days to craft them into the beautiful ice sculptures we see at ice they carve them all while inside the facility where the ice, ice exhibit is housed boom each year it says they are not reused they are new for our eyeballs you know some idiot is licking them that's why they can't <laughs> I hope save they get them their tongue is stuck i really do 
What is the ice at Gaylord Hotels? There's only four Gaylords, apparently. Well, I think I named three of them. Maryland, Tennessee, Texas. Orlando. Is the fourth one? Mm. See, it's a Christmas story this year at the Gaylord Palm. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that that one was here last year. I don't know. We didn't go. Yeah, we don't go every year. It's kind of a pain to go there. But it is really yeah. cool to go. Yes, Gaylord Opryland has How the Grinch Stole Christmas. We've yes. totally seen that one. Yes, we have. But what I'm saying is that they reuse the plans, <laughs> not the ice. If there is only four, if there are only four different ones. Yes, then I'm saying they could they could reuse it because no, they could they, they wouldn't need a freezer that big. Yes, they would. If it's two million pounds of ice, where are they gonna where are they gonna store eight million pounds of ice? See, the Texas one has Rudolph. Where are they going to store 8 million pounds of ice? Big old freezer. Phil. Dude, every Gaylord is so big. And they're beautiful. Gaylord Opryland's a country Christmas. That's what our tradition should be. Go we should go Gaylord. to Gaylord Opryland's a country Christmas because we are country here. No, it's, I mean, we are kind of. I hope what? you can hear my face. <laughs> you know what would be kind of cool? What? Our sisters both live in Charlotte. They do. Charlotte Motor Speedway does a light display. Really? Like you want like the one down in um Bull Run. Oh yeah. Where you drive through it, yeah. but you drive onto the racetrack and inside like the infield and stuff. Really? It's all through the it's all through the um Motor Speedway facility. So if we could we had like a long weekend cuz I really dislike driving 7 hours down there <laughs> on a Friday night or Saturday just to turn around and drive 7 hours back on a Sunday, especially with it's easy now that Three we've done kids. a 13-hour drive. <laughs> yeah, but that would be kind of cool. Yeah, look, 40 artists from China spent the last few weeks in Nashville hand-carving 2 million pounds of ice for part of their resort's ice's attraction. Fine. Thank you. Thank you, Google, for anyone who's feeling overwhelmed by parent guilt Contact this year. Meg. <laughs> we can commiserate together. No, I just want you to know that I feel what you're feeling. Phil does not. <laughs> I feel what you're feeling, and we're really just trying to do the best that we can with the time that we have to make memories that will last. I get it. But we probably need to give ourselves a little bit of a break and come out from behind the camera and enjoy and be part of the memories instead of just trying to make them. I agree, 100%. I actually had a conversation with somebody at work over mom guilt. Yeah? Yeah. You guys put too much... I say you guys. You girls put too much mom (laughs) guilt on yourselves. We do. We do. But it's not because... At least for me, it's not because I'm trying to be better than anything. It's just that I'm trying to be the best mom that I can be. Yeah, I mean, mean, don't get me wrong. There's a little bit of stress going on for me. We need to end this. (laughs) The podcast, not us. The podcast. We'll still be married next week. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) It depends. Parental guilt is a thing. The best way to get through it is just to remember the reason that you're doing the things that you're doing. And we're all doing the best that we can. I'll make fun of you. You're such a rear end. Anyways. I'll get you through it. If you've got mom guilt, dad guilt, or ways to handle said guilt, let us know. We are at LMBCPod on Instagram and Twitter. We are now on anchor.fm slash lmbc that's where we are hosting this podcast now so those of you who have jumped over with us thank you if you listen to the ad in the beginning thank you as well we have now started being sponsored which is a very exciting step in our podcast journey for those of we you have more than zero dollars <laughs> we do thing. for Not that it's less than less than one dollar but <laughs> hey. more than zero technically it's zero dollars we have more than zero cents <laughs> But for those of you who have left us a review or any stars on the podcast player that you listen to, we appreciate you very much. 
Thank you. We'll be back next week. Probably not with a Christmas themed anything. This is probably our last holiday themed one. Thanks for joining us. We're going to talk about next week. We'll have to wait and see. (laughs) But thank you for joining us and we will talk to you soon. Bye.